Welcome into Lockdown Blackhawks for Thursday, March 26th, 2020. Jay Zawoski with you here. Thank you so much for tuning in on this Thursday. Hope you're enjoying. Can you enjoy your week at home, working from home, your months from home, whatever it is? Well, whatever it is, I hope you're quarantine, your social distancing, all those things you're doing to help out your neighbors and your friends and your family are going well for you, as stress-free and anxiety-free as they could possibly be. It was a beautiful day yesterday, so hopefully you were able to get outside a little bit before all this rain comes to the Chicagoland area. Lots to get to today, but first want to tell you how to get in touch with the podcast. Email LockdownBlackhawks at gmail.com. The voicemail, 708 653 0572 Twitter at LO underscore Blackhawks. We will update the very latest on Blackhawks March Sadness. The second round was played on Thursday. At the time of this recording, there's still an hour and a half to go in voting and several matchups too close to call. So you're going to have to go over to Lockdown Blackhawks Twitter at LO underscore Blackhawks and check out the final results. The Elite Eight will happen on Thursday, today, and then it will be the final four on Friday. Then on Monday, we will have the championship game. And boy, there are some definite contenders here. Uh, Before we get to all that, a couple things I want to remind you of. Tonight, 7 p.m., I will be watching the Blackhawks game with you. How? Good question. Download the Hot Mic app. It's free. It's on Android. It's on uh what, what's the other one called ios yes that's it that's what i use i've used an iphone for as long as they've been out ios that's it download the hot mic app you also go to the website hotmic.io and get a link there when you do enter the promo code madhouse you will find uh on today's schedule of games blackhawks canucks from 2010 it's on nbc sports chicago you put that game on your tv you sync up the audio we watch the game together We talk and chat during the game. There's a tip jar on the webpage. You can leave me a tip or other any other hot mic broadcast you watch. You can leave a tip for the host. Every penny in that tip jar will go to the Chicago Blackhawks COVID-19 efforts. I don't believe that the uh, Android version of Hot Mic offers a tip jar yet. So, on the screen, I will have a link to my Venmo. If you want to leave me some money in Venmo, that would be great. Again, I promise you, every penny raised on the tip jar or on my Venmo tonight will go to the COVID-19 relief efforts of the Chicago Blackhawks. It's a great thing they're doing. Uh, so, I will be, I'm happy. Look, there's not much I can do. I don't make a ton of money. I make, I'm, I'm fine. I make fine money, but not enough where I can be... Uh, giving away a lot of my own money. So I do have this platform, so I'm going to use it for something good. I think that's what you would expect from me. Uh, So I'm doing it. I want to do it. I'm going to feel good about it. And uh, hopefully we raise a lot of money. If we get a couple hundred bucks, I'll be thrilled. I'm not asking for thousands. Thousands would be great. But a couple hundred bucks would be really, really wonderful uh, to help out everyone that needs help during this COVID-19 crisis that we're all dealing with. Uh, Also, I waited too long last show to shout out the nurses and doctors and the uh, EMTs and everybody who is working. They do every day, but especially during a crisis. Thank you so much for everything you're doing. And if you are one of those people and you listen to this podcast, I hope that it gives you 
you know, 25, 30 minutes of a distraction uh, during this craziness right now. We all, I think I speak for everybody, whatever side you're on politically, whether you believe this is a, a, a big crisis like I do, or whether you think it's overblown, whatever, I think you're wrong, but fine. I think everybody agrees that what the doctors and nurses and everybody has been doing during all of this has been heroic, uh, you know, above and beyond the call of duty, above and beyond what you signed up for. So thank you, thank you, thank you to everybody who is on the front lines every day of this crisis. You are in our hearts and in our minds, and hopefully uh, we'll be delivering a nice payout for you guys after tomorrow night's Hawks game against the Canucks. Again, Hot Mike app, hotmike.io. Use that promo code MADHOUSE and you'll easily find the broadcast. Speaking of the COVID-19 crisis, the Bulls and Blackhawks issued a joint release on Thursday. Here's what it says. As Illinois goes through this together, the United Center, home of the Chicago Bulls and Chicago Blackhawks, is proud to be playing a critical role with our city, state, and federal response to the pandemic. Our arena and outside campus will be transformed into a logistics hub where we will be assisting frontline food distribution, first responder staging, and the collection of critically needed medical supplies. On behalf of the Chicago Bulls, Chicago Blackhawks, our athletes, our front offices, and our dedicated United Center personnel, our thoughts and support are with the people of this great city and state. Together, we will get through this. Very cool. Very cool. And look, I just said it. If you're not taking this thing seriously, you're literally seeing the United Center being used to stage medical storage. And, and, and I mean, this is getting real. It's getting real. The places we go for enjoyment are being used to fight this thing. It's almost like a movie or a video game. You know, you've played a game like a post-apocalyptic video game. I don't know. It's it's just weird. It's just a, a very weird thing. And, uh, you know, my anxiety is sort of fluctuating throughout the days. Like, I'm sure yours is too. Thursday was a tough day for me. Or Wednesday was a tough day for me, rather. Just, ugh, I don't know. I have good days and bad days. Wednesday was bad, so very happy to be doing this podcast, getting my mind off it. After this thought, right now, okay, now we're going to switch to some hockey conversation here on Lockdown Blackhawks, but please, please, please join me tonight on Hot Mike. It's going to be a great time. We're going to have fun. We're going to do uh, We're gonna do a good thing for a good cause, so hopefully you'll be able to join me. You want to be there the whole time. You want to be there right on time, but just... Please come in, check it out. I think you'll really enjoy it. We did this a little while back, and people loved it. I hope you will like it as well. And I truly, truthfully, I need you there because it's going to be me solo. Uh, last time I had my partner from the Madhouse podcast, James Naveau, he made it a lot easier. It's going to be just me uh, tonight. So your company will be welcomed. Thanks for tuning in to Lockdown Blackhawks, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Remember... Make sure you ask your smart speaker to listen to the latest episode of Lockdown Blackhawks. When you're done with that, the latest episode of Lockdown NHL, whatever you're into, Lockdown Cubs, Lockdown Bears, Lockdown White Sox, they're all there. Check out Lockdown White Sox. My buddy Herb Lawrence and Chris Tannehill, my two buddies, do that show together. All right, time to recap round two of March Sadness. Here on Locked on Blackhawks, we're going to start in the bus region. The 15 seed, Kyle Beach, is storming through this with a big, decisive win 
over Boris Miranov, 71% to 29%. Cam Barker running away, 85% to 15% over Matthew Barnaby. Barker to the three seed, Barnaby the six seed. Cristobal Huey is going to go down as a five seed to the 13 seed, Jack Skilly, who has a 61 to 39% lead. Alexander Karpatsev, the number one seed in the bus region, absolutely steamrolling. Not the nine seed, Wendell Clark, 87% to 13%. Here's a shocker. This one's a little too close to call, but I'm going to tell you as of 10:36 p.m., David Backus is about to dethrone Bob Pulford in the villains region. 52.5% to 47.5%. David Backus with the lead. There's still an hour left to vote. Just over an hour left to vote when I record this. This is recency bias. This shows me a lot of new Hawks fans are voting on this. Bob Pulford was nearly as bad as Bill Wirtz. Some would say worse. Nearly as bad, in my opinion. Here's another one. Too close to call at the moment. But the three seed in the Villains region, Dino Cicerelli, with a less than 1% lead on the Sedin Twins. 50.3% for Cicerelli, 49.7% for the Sedin Twins. That's a handful of votes separating that contest. Too close to call. Cicerelli has a slight edge now, as he should, but the, the Sedin Twins made this close, and who knows, by the time we wake up on Thursday, it could be the other way. The four seed, Rafi Torres, with a decisive 67% lead over the Detroit Red Wings, and the number one seed in the Villains region. I said regent again. <laughs> I don't know why I'm doing that. Bill Wirtz with an 84% to 16% lead over Ryan Kessler. Now we're going to go to the Terrible Moments region. The number one seed in the Terrible Moments region. Bill Wirtz takes over for Arthur Wirtz. 80 to 20 over the nine seed. Jeremy Roenick's final game. That was a terrible moment. I was there. The seven seed. Marion Hosa retires 60% to 40% over the two seed. The 1991 loss to the Minnesota Wild in the playoffs. That was a tough one. Old old head Hawks fans remember that one vividly. The three seed, the 92 cup loss to the Penguins with a 76% lead up against Pat Foley fired. He's got 24% of the vote. Game four of the, I'm sorry, game seven of the 2014 NHL Western Conference Final against the LA Kings. That's the four seed blowing away. Joel Quenville's firing 80 to 20. In the bad transactions region, the sixth seed, I did it again, Tavo Teravainen to Carolina with a less than 1% lead over Jeremy Roenick to Arizona. It is 50 and change to 49 and change. Tavo about to upset potentially the two seed, Jeremy Roenick being traded to Arizona. That is crazy to me. Here's another crazy one. The 11 seed, Artemi Panarin to Columbus with a 52% to 48% lead over the three-seed Bobby Hull leaving for the Western Hockey League. You got Brandon Sod back for, for Artemi Panarin. Come on, people. Bobby effing Hull. Another one. The four-seed Phil Esposito to Boston, one of the best hockey players ever 
shipped to Boston from Chicago. Only 40% of the vote. Dominic Hasek to Buffalo, one of the greatest goaltenders ever. No doubt, 12 seed, 60% of the vote. But they had Eddie Belfour then, so to me, that's why it was seeded a little bit lower. And the last one here, the bad transactions region. The number one seed, Chris Chelios to the Red Wings, is going to go down to the nine seed, Brent Seabrook's contract. This one could win the entire tournament. I can't believe that. 62% of the votes going to Brent Seabrook's contract. Woo. There are some shocking results in March Sadness. And what this tells me is that I've got some really young Hawks fans listening to this podcast and voting on this poll. And that makes me really, really, really happy. You're listening to Lockdown Blackhawks. We're part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Jay Zawoski with you here. You just heard the results of the second round of Blackhawks March Sadness. Round three, the Elite Eight goes off today at noon on the Lockdown Blackhawks Twitter account. That is at LO underscore Blackhawks. Also want to remind you as well, tonight on the Hot Mic app, hotmic.io. Download that app for Android. For iOS, enter that promo code MADHOUSE. Watch the Hawks and Canucks Game 2 from 2010 with me. Interact with me during the game. And again, every cent of that tip jar, every cent raised in my Venmo is going to go to the Blackhawks COVID-19 relief fund. So make sure, even if you tune in for a moment, come in there, leave a tip and go if you'd like. But we'd love to have you around to watch the Hawks game with us and have some fun and start thinking about some hockey again. Some more hockey news came out Wednesday, by the way. The NHL announced the postponements of the 2020 Scouting Combine, the NHL Awards, and the 2020 Draft. Here is the statement from the National Hockey League. The NHL today announced the postponements of the 2020 NHL Scouting Combine, the 2020 Bridgestone NHL Awards, and the 2020 NHL Draft, which were originally scheduled for June 1st through 6th in Buffalo, New York, June 18th in Las Vegas and June 26th and 27th in Montreal, respectively, due to the ongoing uncertainty resulting from the coronavirus. The location, timing, and format of the 2020 NHL draft and draft lottery will be announced when details are finalized. With respect to the Bridgestone NHL arena, the league looks forward to returning to Las Vegas in the future. Las Vegas has been the home of the Bridgestone NHL awards since 2009. So, not a huge surprise. I think this is something we all knew was coming. Uh, you saw the NH- NFL rather announced that their entire draft is going to be kind of, I don't want to say virtual, but there's not going to be a crowd. There's not going to be players there. It's all going to be done you know, by Roger Goodell probably uh, in a studio or somewhere like that. It's going to be very, very strange. And um, boy, it feels like this has been going on for a while. It's only been, what, like 10 days? Yikes. It's just uh, it's just strange. It's going to be strange times for a while here. So hopefully uh, we can help you get through it. All right, there's a few leftover Talk Back Tuesday questions I was not able to get to on Tuesday, either because I missed them, because I'm careless, or because they came in a little bit later than I recorded. So this is actually a tweet to the at LO underscore Blackhawks Twitter account from Cheryl. She says, did you know that Tiffany Amber Thiessen has a cooking show? I did not, but I will be finding 
said cooking show very, very quickly. Thank you for the heads up. Uh, as a man in his 40s, I find it hard to uh, think of a more idealized woman of my age than Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Growing up in the Say by the Bell era, um, watching that show, she was sort of the be-all, end-all, right? That's what I thought. Until, until I saw Winnie Cooper herself, Danica McKellar, appear on a TV show my wife was watching, The West Wing. And let me tell you, when I was a young man, there were very few uh, (laughs) women that got it done for me more than Danica McKellar. And now she looks, well, not exactly the same because she would be like 12 or whatever it would be. But she's absolutely gorgeous still. And she hasn't had a ton of work done, if any work done at all. She just has aged beautifully. She's 45 years old now. Unfortunately, she's married. And so am I. So, you know, I guess there's that whole thing. Wait, she's not married. Hmm. Interesting. Nope, nope, she's married. Damn it. See, you get my real reactions on Lockdown Blackhawks, don't you? In real time, too. You're going to get a lot of that uh, tonight on Hot Mike and an email question from Nathan. He says, with the NCAA season being canceled, why hasn't Ian Mitchell signed with the Hawks yet? Good question. Is there growing concern he might return for a senior season? If he does sign, what's a realistic scenario for him next season? Can he be an everyday contributor next year or will he spend the majority of the season in Rockford? Love the podcast. Thanks, Nathan. Nathan, thank you. I thought of that too immediately when the NCAA season was canceled. NCAA hockey season was canceled. And um, all I can think of is, look, everything I've heard, people are optimistic he's going to sign. I don't think that it's set in stone that he's going to sign. I don't think it's 100% for sure he's going to sign. But it feels like there's optimism around it. Like when it was um, Kevin Hayes, or Jimmy Hayes, whichever one it was, I forget, the Hayes brothers, um, it was less hopeful then. This feels like, yeah, it's going to happen. It's just a matter of when. I think just kind of the uncertainty around everything is is probably holding it up a little bit. It also would be sort of in poor taste for the Hawks to announce a signing. Maybe not poor taste, but I don't know. I, I just think they're, everyone's trying to work through what's going on right now. No one really has any answers yet, so it's on the back burner. I wouldn't worry about it just yet. Okay, and as I'm reading Nathan's question, a voicemail popped into the mailbox. Let's listen together, shall we? Hey, Jay. I'm sorry I didn't get this uh, message in uh, sooner um, for Talk Back Tuesday, but just uh, real quick. um, With Corey Crawford being an unrestricted free agent next year and really no NHL goalie in the system, do you see Stan Bowman re-signing him? Um, or do you see him offering Crawford a contract? And if so, what do you see Corey Crawford willing to take? And what do you see Stan Bowman uh, willing to offer for Corey Crawford? And if Corey Crawford were not to resign, um, who do you see as a potential goalie for next year? Do you see a Colin Delia, Kevin Lincoln in tandem? Do you see even Malcolm Subban staying with the organization? Um, 
just want to hear your thoughts on this. Um, once again, sorry I didn't get this back in uh, sooner for Talk Back Tuesday. Um, really appreciate everything you do on uh, all your podcasts. Um, I listen every single day. Um, so thank you so much. Thanks a lot for the voicemail. Make sure you identify yourselves when you leave voicemail so I know who to thank. I like to know who's listening. Uh, so thanks for that. I think the most likely scenario is that they re-sign Corey Crawford. I think that makes a lot of sense. I think you've seen him play pretty well since he's been healthy the last couple of years, especially this year. Finish the season strong. Um, I'm, you know, maybe you don't want to give him two years. But does Corey Crawford want to go relocate his life? That, that That's sort of the question is the term for me. What is Corey Crawford willing to sign here? Here's a question for you. Here's a homework assignment, and I'll probably post it to the Twitter account next week. We're going to have some Twitter polls going next week when March Sadness wraps up. Are you comfortable giving Corey Crawford a two-year deal? Let's say it's $3 million, three and a half, which is probably what you're going to have to pay him. He makes $6 million now. You're not going to pay him that again, that's for sure. Well, Stan Bowman might, but I don't think you're going to pay him that much again. Three, three and a half million, two-year deal, are you happy with that? Or do you just would you rather just go the free agent route? See, the problem with that is you're going to have to pay a premium for an unrestricted free agent goalie. Chances are, unless you sign Robin Leonard or one of the really, really good ones like Braden Holpe, that's going to cost you a ton you're not going to get a goalie as good as Corey Crawford unless you pay through the nose for him, which is a possibility. But remember, you got to pay Strom. you got to pay Kubalik now. You've got to pay Drake Kajula. You might want to pay Slater Cuckoo. Uh, Dabrinkit's contract is getting higher next year. The, the extension kicks in. Brent Seabrook might come back. So you've got to manage every dollar. And I think the most cost-effective way to have a good goalie as your starter, is to pay Corey Crawford again. That's what I think makes the most sense. It's the most logical. I think he wants to be here. I think he wants to be the starter. I think the fact that he wasn't traded at the deadline indicates a little bit that the Hawks think he's got some hockey left in him. So that, that to me, is the most realistic scenario. Maybe not totally ideal, but when you look at the big picture all put together, I think it makes a lot of sense to bring Corey Crawford back. All right, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Lockdown Blackhawks. One more reminder, tonight on the Hot Mic app, H-O-T-M-I-C, not M-I-K-E. That's a different Hot Mic. That's a different website. If you want to go there, cool. You're not going to find a lot of hockey there. I'm really sorry. Hot Mic, M-I-C dot I-O. That's the place to go. To download the app, use that promo code MADHOUSE. That is absolutely essential. Every penny left in the tip jar or left on my Venmo will be donated to the Chicago Blackhawks COVID-19 Relief Fund. So it's a good cause. Help out your fellow man. I don't know how the Hawks are going to use it. It doesn't matter. They always do great things with their charity, and I trust they'll do a great thing here. So join me tonight, 7 p.m. on Hot Mike. Put your TV on. The Hawks Canucks replay. Put me on your uh, iPad or your iPhone or your laptop or whatever and join me. Let's let's interact during the Hawks game, and then you'll hear on Friday morning a post-game style show from that game. Should be a lot of fun. We will talk to you on Friday here on Lockdown Blackhawks, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.